0: You are listening to Dynasty Logics. What's up, Tom? This is uh we're we're here, it's episode three of Dynasty Logics. Um I am Bobby Stone with Tommy D. I commission too many leagues, and I'm gonna strangle fucking the league if they don't sign in by Wednesday. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's not strangle. It's just you know, being a commissioner is new stuff every year. There's always there's
1: always a new challenge, and you're like, oh, it's you know, it's it's that unrewarding, rewarding thing to be commissioner. Especially MFL leagues where there's a lot of stuff out there.
0: I can appreciate that. I, I mean, God knows I am in my my fair share of uh leagues myself, but you are the champion commissioner handling the dynasty leagues, which is a um that's it's a lot of work. It's uh it's it's a thankless job, uh, but you know, you'll get one from me. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank you, and I, I
1: get a couple from everyone else, and like, yeah, it's thankless, and it, it, right. Sometimes it does work. I mean, it gets easier the more you do it. The f- funniest part of what you just said, like, "Hey, do you want to log in my Wednesday?" is like a joke. Like that stuff right there drives the commissioner nuts. Like, hey, I, I ask you to do a couple of things, log in, and the guy's like, "Oh, I didn't see my email. I didn't see this." I'm like, dude. Listen, listen, I ask you a few things a year. It's like usually, just to log in or vote in something. I'm like, I've spent like an hour on this. You can't give me 15 seconds of like two clicks. Come on, <laughs> just acknowledging <the laughs> it. Like, it's like, it's like, oh, okay. I'm like, but you know who those guys are, and you you know who they are because you know you leak, right? And that's a thing yeah. we're we're gonna mention probably every single time. You know your leak, right? You know who the guys are. Like, you know, the guy who, you know, you know, the guy in the league who doesn't have PayPal, right? The guy who's old school, always pays cash. Fine. You don't fix that guy. You just roll with that guy. The guy who doesn't log in, the guy who never has his email, right? All right. You deal with that guy because you know who he is. So you work around it, right? The guy who always uses the app and never uses the browser and always has a, like, you just learn who those guys are. So you don't get as mad, but you accept those guys. I mean, unless they're terrible owners and, you know, you want to get rid of them. Yeah then this is is the time
0: of year for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Tom, Mm -hmm. uh, this is episode three um, of Dynasty Logics. And um, if there is, you know, in a nutshell, what do you think we're going to be talking about today? Uh, Just to give everybody a heads up. Uh, What they should be looking forward to. Uh, Well, the 2021 sites are open on mfl
1: they have been actually open since right after the super bowl i took a week off now they're coming online so your new leagues are going to come online so you know we're going to talk about things you should look for in the the league and then you know maybe some trends patterns you know possible rule ideas anomalies glitches i mean this is the time of year to look over your league right it's not a lot of action going on you know we'll get to that there are some spots for that but this is a time where You're gonna log into your league, new year, see what's out there. You know, see, you know, what things you miss, you know, read some stuff. I mean, if you're a football guy and you love football, it's an excuse to, you know, read into some some stuff. You know, maybe you miss something. You know, so we're gonna talk about a little bit about this and about that and about weird stuff that I see that, you know, if you get five minutes, if you do whatever, I'm like everyone laughs, but I guarantee you half of you will take their phone in the bathroom and you Sitting there taking a shit. What else are you looking at in your phone? What are you What are you reading? Go through your look at your site. See, read a category. Read something. You
0: no. Know. So, so when you're uh, when you're getting ready to uh, look over the league, um, you know, especially this time of year, now that everything's open, uh, what are you going back into the league to um, to start to identify? for next season yeah you know, we were just talking about rule changes so is that something that as a commissioner you're looking at tweaking the league on a yearly basis or are you also listening to owners or is it a combination uh well even as an owner and
1: a commissioner it doesn't really matter from both sides but yeah you're looking at improvements they're all improvements in the league, right so anything you have to improve your league or maybe, maybe your league's, you know, a little stale. Like, we had that kind of issue, I think, in a couple of leagues. And, you know, we've kind of boosted. Like, hey, maybe, like, an extra 10 bucks a week might pay this guy out. Like, I know the the high score payout that, you know, that I implicated. Like, I think that helps. Like, it got people a little more active. You know, maybe you look at, hey, this guy's not active. How can I get him more active? Maybe this will change, um, you know, the playoff game. You know, for the draft picks, keep a guy into the league, stuff like that. Even as an owner, you can look at like weird stuff, be like, hey, why do we do this? You know, and have an idea. Like, this is the time of year where you send, you know, rule change idea. I mean, I take them all the time. I mean, I get guys who call me five, six times a year about rule changes idea. I'm like, yeah, okay. And, and I break it down to them. And if they're possible and feasible, fine, great. We'll listen, we'll vote out, look at it. But if you're just going to throw well, ideas let's... on the website, like sometimes people have crazy off the walls ideas and I'm like, okay, all right, hold on. This is like, you know, you got to be careful when you make rule changes because you don't want to change the of the league, you know, rule changes are only meant to protect the league and make it better. That's the two ideas behind any sort of rule change um, or an idea. In addition, you know, maybe you'd like, Hey, can we add a spot or can we take away this position?
0: Like throw it out there. Like, it, it, it could help well, do you have any Tom, do you have any specific that you're looking into right now? I actually I actually don't. I think I've actually looked uh a lot.
1: Um at this point I rely on other owners to more give ideas. You know, and that's the thing, like talking knowing your league. Like even as not even a commissioner, but like me and you were talking about league stuff and just random stuff that we might mention, I might go, huh. What if I implicate that and do this and put that in the league as like a rule change? Like, how do we protect this? Um, so they random. I mean, at this point, it's owner ideas. Like they said, you're in a league. Your commissioner is basically there as the guy who runs the league. But he, he runs the league on you. I mean, I don't police any of my leagues. The league does. Guys come to me when there's a violation. You know, guys, that's what I rely on. Like, you know, guys are like, hey, I, I'd like to increase the fees. I'm like, well, you post that. I don't want to post it as a commissioner. I'm not asking more money. You you post that. You know, this is your league. It's not the commissioner's league. And I think people a lot of times see a commissioner and like, oh, it's his league. He's just a guy who does the stuff behind the scenes. And like, he just protects the league from not getting out of control. But, you know, I know for me, I don't police anything until someone comes to me. Most of my ideas are stuff in, in conversations um, or stuff I've had, you know, I've done. I think we've done to protect the league, like. Weekly payouts are great. Um, we've done the draft pick uh, playing game with the non-playoff teams. Play for the Titans. Let's go into that
0: one for a couple of seconds. Um, so the the draft pick, um, the draft pick round robin tournament. Basically, uh, what? How did you get to that point? What What was the reason why you even sparked? Uh, Spark the tournament idea. League integrity.
1: And it's more league okay. integrity plus, it's again, it's activity, right? So when I looked at that, and don't get me wrong, it's 50 50. Some guys actually don't like it. Some do, but guys are getting better at it. Plus, it keeps everyone involved. So when I, you know, and I know in our league, we run 16 weeks, right? Championship games, week 16, right? So that's the only game that plays week 16. Yep. So those non playoff teams, you know, are basically not logging in you know, week 14 and 15. Well, now they are because you have to play for the for the pick in the draft. So I know in the leagues that we play in, they're 10-team leagues. So six are in, four are out, right? So those four teams play for the number one pick. So the worst you get mm-hmm. the four, the best you get the one. And, and the other reason why is stuff I've seen over in the past, it doesn't happen as much now, but it used to happen a lot where the guy would literally be the worst team in the league for, like, Three years in a row, and he'd get the number mm-hmm. one pick, and he'd take a running back, and he take a running back, and he'd take a running back, and he's still the worst team in the league. Maybe he didn't get the number one pick, but then he get like number three pick, and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, you're just relying on the pick, whereas I found the guy who was the, you know, the fourth, the fourth team, or the numbers, you know, the team who just misses the playoffs, right? Usually there's one or two teams who just missed; they're right there on the cusp, right? Those teams. Are the ones that you should be rewarding they're putting effort into it right they're trying they're just not there and they're getting the death pick in the middle and this way you can't fully tank either it's a good tanking rule because you can't just completely clear the decks because you're going to end up with another four pick in the draft when you really need the one so it makes you basically still keep that dynasty format and have all year where before you know i looked at it and it was almost like you know redraft keeper where if you were terrible You just kind of can like tank it and, you know, pack it in come week eight and not even care. Well, now you have to. I mean, I know you've been in the scenario about trades and like, hey, I might need this guy for the draft pick play-in game. Like now you don't want to clear the decks and trade guys. You got to be – and it creates more activity because those non-playoff teams will now trade, you know, right around that trade deadline, which will be like, you know, week whatever they are. I think we're going to set out as week 13. But now you know, like, hey, I got to win game or two to get that number one pick and some guys don't care some guys like i don't care if the four or one i'm like really i think there's a huge difference between a number one rookie pick and a number four rookie pick but you know it's something else to play in for i think and again it keeps everyone active as long as possible to keep owners active is what i found is like the best thing and those are ideas that i love from people like hey you got you got another idea or a rule change to keep people active absolutely all in that's that's what you want the more activity in a league and you know this, the best leagues that we're in are the most active, right? Guys are on, getting excited. When you see, hey, a guy's on, you can be like, oh, I-, I can send him a trade. Oh, it's three guys on? Then all of a sudden, a trade idea pops in your head. You know, when you see no one's on, you're like, oh, this guy hasn't logged in yet, blah, blah, blah. But when you see one is on, you know you can hit that on or up. Like, especially in NFL, it's great because you can see when an auto-logs in, which is why I don't love the app. Because they're third party apps and they don't show that. Right. And that's a huge feature that people miss out on because I can see who's on. And I can send you a message real quick being like, hey, hey, what do you think of this player? Or you put this guy on
0: the block, what are you looking at? What are you looking for? It's a third party there and and I agree with that. But they're third party apps that integrate into the website. So behind the scenes, you know, maybe there's a developer who's working on, on the leagues that can actually code it in and tell, you know, maybe, maybe that's something that one of us, uh, shit, I'll do it. I'll contact uh, the developers just to see if that's something that they don't, can don't jump the, into. Don't jump the gun yet because this is also one of the things we're talking about today. That's
1: also a backdoor loophole that I kind of like because, so when you log in those third-party apps, you can there's a backdoor to get to the browser through the app. That still doesn't register you as being on the website. So sometimes that's, I've seen that. So sometimes a secret squirrel. We've been in a situation like not to be like, not to be like secretive and you're doing like weird, creepy shit, but like sometimes like, you know, a guy in a league, one of your friends calls you and you don't really feel like talking, but you're on the website. And if he goes on, he knows you're on. So now he's like, oh dude, you're on your phone. Like you're on the website. Like, you know what I mean? You can be, <laughs> right. I mean, you can look at it like as weird as that is. Again, those are things that you should be looking for. Like, yeah, that, that's something that's, you know bad in the website as as a commissioner as an owner because you can't see who's on but the flip side of that is it's is it's good because you can back door and nobody can see you on. like maybe you know you're on waivers night and a guy's like oh tom hasn't logged in maybe he's asleep he's not doing waivers maybe i can sneak something by him like you know weird stuff like that you know both sides of the coin, but that's stuff you should look at in the off season, like find little things like that. Like, you know, a couple of third party apps you can back to the browser without people seeing you're on, which I don't know what good that does, honestly, but it's something that's there. It's like those little things. And that's what you should be doing when the new league sites kick off. You should be looking at weird kind of like anomalies. Like, you know, is there like a rule loophole? Did something happen last year that you didn't like, or did you find like a scoring anomaly? Would you find like a roster anomaly where like, Oh, this is like uh, this is like a rule or a loophole in the league that I don't like, but I can use it to my advantage. You know, then that's all for it. As a, as a commissioner and as an owner, like as a commissioner and an owner, I don't do that because I walk that fine line. But you know, and we've talked about this. But I've tell people I'm like, here, you know, hey, what about this? I'm like, well, here's the loophole around it. Like technically, this is the rule, and guys will find that and call me. I'm like, yep, you're right. I don't have a rule for that. So you're all good as long as no one complains about it. And that's what you should be doing in the off season. Like overlook some of the rules that you might've missed, you know, see, you know, some other anomalies, post ideas. Uh, it's like a fresh start, you know, and, and then you can look at what happened last year, right? This is the time of year where you look at, okay, you know, what did, I, what did I miss? You know, how did I not win? How can I get better? You know, what did the guy who won do?
0: What did he do? Well, well, it's it's funny. That was actually where I was going to be going next. I wanted you to take a commissioner half off. So again, thank you, Commissioner Tom. But it's now a- we're going to be talking it's, to – It's always off. Tell you the truth, actually, most of that talk was almost that talk was as an owner, not even the commissioner. All right. So now it's the start of twenty twenty one. Um, you're getting ready to you're getting ready to reacquaint yourself with the league you're you're knowing whether it's uh point uh whether you're going over rule changes or rule ideas uh what are you looking for in the off season player specific um and we can even go into one category right now which is you know we're getting ready to open up the season so free agency is going to be opening up so what are you looking at for free agents um, this year, twenty twenty one opening up, and where they could potentially be landing? You go, you go, you go, you go way too far beyond. You, you and, I,
1: and this is why I love Bobby. Bobby's already at free. Bobby's already at free agency. Now, to answer the part one of the question, is the first thing you should be doing is identifying what you need, right? And when you look at you know what you need to improve. Um, yeah, free agency is great and fun, but the odds of you filling your major starting needs on free agency are a, a long shot, but you should take them. I mean, it happens on, on certain players, but you should be looking at what what happened, like what's the, tra- especially in Dynasty, like this is the great part is, you know, people look at last year, right? Well, look at last year and then look at the year before. Like, are you getting better? Were you a four-win team and then, you know, a six-win team and last year you won seven? okay so now obviously your goals change a little bit different or were you a seven you know win team and then a 4 win team and now a five win team like what do you, what is your trend and pattern which is another key thing in the league like you can look for weird trends and patterns that happen in your league like are you a guy coming up or going down you know and you also look at what do the other owners do I mean that the other owners in your league will tell you everything you need to know you know I mean you've talked about hey I need more points to do this and do that. Well, look around your league. How did this guy get this many points? What did he have that I didn't have? And 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 the biggest thing I tell people in Dynasty, it's great because you know it's it's a library of knowledge, right? You you see, so you look at last years, but always look at the year before. So I'd go back and look at last years and be like, oh, you know, this champion had this on his roster, and then I checked the year before. I'm like, huh, different champion had the same guys on his roster, right? I can tell you that I know in in our leagues that we run there's a consistent pattern for every team who's won titles that I've seen in the last 15 years. Right? All right, say, we'll break that down. There's a, so there's a core of certain guys that everyone seems to have, right? And the funniest part about that is if, you know, if you ask me, you know, so let's talk about – we'll talk about quarterback because it's easy. So we played in two quarterback leagues, right? So in our leagues, if you look at it – You play two, but you only really need one, right? You need one top 10 guy, right? Every guy who's ever won a title in the last 15 years that I've seen has one top 10 quarterback, right? You don't need the number one quarterback. You just need a top 10 guy, right? That's all. And those guys have at least one top 10 guy, right? That's something that you absolutely need. I'm like, you could have the number one guy and the number 20 guy, or maybe you have the number 10 guy and the number 15 guy whatever combination it is, that number one quarterback, you know, and, and you should, I mean, in and, and I know in reference to our leagues where it's a 10-team league, it's tough because you have to play two quarterbacks, but in a 10-team league, you should have at least one, at least top 15 quarterback on your roster, right? And he, I mean, he could be the number 15 one year and the number six next. Like, there is definitely, like, you know, a fluctuation you know which is why you see variance in in guys who win titles. You know and that's why we've seen I mean I can I can see guys who've won and tell you they won because of one player. It was one player variance that actually got them a title to where they didn't year the year before because of the position variance. Um you know and that's that's you know so you go through those positions you can see it.
0: All right so so we're you need if you're playing whether it's superflex or a two quarterback league you need at least one top 10 quarterback fair to say correct all right so, so let's go to running back go ahead how many running – how many uh, so we play in a, in a
1: three running back league right you play you play you have to play three right so how many would you think you need to win a title right how good of a running back right. do you need all right I'll in, ask you. in in
0: my head yep. in in my head i would want um I'd want at least one top 10 and a second top 15
1: okay okay yep and I'm
0: sure a lot of people would be the
1: same boat they would want that or, you know or three top 20s right that would be most people you you what's you, the reality though you you need you need if you have one top five guy and your next running back is a top 20 25 off, that's all you need you need one, you know, one top oh, five, one, seven, one, one, one top, top five, five guy. guy, one top five running back. And you could honestly, like you can get away with, you know, band-aid filler on the back end. I mean, you know, the perfect, you know, example of that is the 49ers. Like it's roster space, but I'm like, you know, you've done it and I've done it where basically you trade a guy and he's got like, you know, he's got Mozart, he's got Wilson. You're like, all right, I'll just trade for them all. I'm like, it's not great. But at least whoever's starting for that team is is going to get you, you know, consistent points from that position because you have a great running back. Like, he, you know, if you, have a, if you have McCaffrey, you know, he's he outbalances those points. Whereas like the guy, mm-hmm. you know, the guy who has, you know, three, you know, has a number 20 running back and a 15 running back and number 35 running back. You're going to be better if you have the number one running back and the number 28 running back. Like you're going to be better and you can use that to get you know, points somewhere else. Cause it's overall points, you know, and stability. But like that running back thing is funny because people always, you know, tell us like, Hey, I need three running backs. Whatever league you're in, oh, we start two. I need two. I'm in three and I need four. I'm like, you really don't. Well, yeah, I do. I'm like, you need one. I'm like, you can get around it with like two, you know, you could have two top 10, you know, and I've seen that where I've had, you know, two top 10, you know, running backs. One of those running backs is always the top five. And the titles I've seen, Mm -hmm. the guy who wins has one top seven. We'll call him in the seven range, but you know, you know, the backside need. like, you need that top. Like, like, I mean, I was looking back a couple years ago and it was a two year run. Was it, I think it was maybe 15 and 16 Devante Freeman, right? Maybe he had that two year window where he was phenomenal. Those two great years. He was the number one back in the league for like a year and a half, two years, those two years, The guys who had him had titles. And I know I had him and I traded him, And the guy traded him to won a title. Which basically just he basically just had him and I just had him and then nothing else afterwards. So yeah, you need one. You need one top five back. You don't need three. Cost you too much Uh, to three, anyways. You know, trade that away for something more
0: consistent. So now we have one over quarterback, one over running back. Here's your next next animal. You're, you're gonna skip wide, wide receivers. receivers. No, nope, go to tight end. We're gonna skip over that. We're, we're gonna right. go. We're gonna go to. We're gonna go to tight end. Wide receivers a little more deeper. All right. So there's a reason why you just told me to skip though. Yep. So we'll we'll go we'll go back to it now. Is this a part of your, your thought process as well? You know, you can you know that wide receivers a deeper class that you know you want to hone in on other positions first, and then. No. Go after your wide receivers, or is it the other way around? Well, uh, where you mean, want your wide receivers? Well, I mean, honestly, it depends on league specifics, like how
1: many you play. So, wide receiver, why we're going to skip it is because there's four of them. We play four wide receivers. So, that's, you need more of those than anyone else on offense that you need, right? So, it's a deeper mm-hmm. category. So, it's a bigger variance, right? So, that's the bigger reason, right? So, you play four of them, right? Whatever position you want to play, you play more of in your league is the one that's, you know, it's a little bit deeper to talk about. So let's see, but we're going to talk about tight end, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, that's the reason why, because we play four. So, you know, it, it's deep. The tight ends, right? We play two, right? Mandatory two, not flex, mandatory two. Right. Two tight ends, it's tough. I mean, how many good tight ends are there out there, right? Yeah, got four. Maybe. Really? So, consistent. So I'll ask you the question, right? what do you need from a tight end position to win a title, right? What do you need? Top 10? Do you need like two top 30s? Like, what, what do you think you need?
0: Well, I, I think that this is where the variants help uh, in, in, in the case, but I feel like this is also a category that if you don't have the best tight end, but you have a tight end that can get you consistent points, As long as you have consistent
1: What's that consistent guy? Is he a top top 15 tight end? Is he a top
0: 12? What is he? I'd say because of how erratic that whole category is, if he's within the top 12, I'm good with any of them. What win you a title? Every champion I've seen in the
1: last 15 years, just in the leagues that I've played in, obviously, in Dynasty, has had one top five tight end on their roster. All right. Even the guy who who won this year had the number, had the lowest, had the number fifth guy in Andrews, who was the the fifth guy who was a little erratic. But he had one, right? The second one honestly didn't matter. It was actually a huge, a lot of them had huge drops-offs. Like their second tight end was like, you know, maybe like the 28th, you know, 25th ranked tight end. But every championship team had one top five. My one top five tight end, just think about that. Like you have one top five tight end in, in a league variance. There's only a handful of teams that are going to have those guys. And they are different tight ends. You can go all the way back. i look, like, you know, Mark Andrews. So you, you had Kelsey, you know, uh, when Gronk was in his prime, you had Gronk, you know, Kittles. Yeah, some teams like me have, have a couple of those guys, but you need one. You need you need one. I mean, sometimes they come through. I mean, I, I know Darren Waller a couple years ago was it? Darren Waller was another guy. Like sometimes they come out of nowhere. Um, I loved Waller for years. Baltimore doesn't know we what they, did. Baltimore didn't know what they're doing with their wide receiver. They should have put him inside. tight in. end. Anyways, um, yeah, you you need one. You know, and that's the thing that a lot of people tell me, and that why I asked you the question. You're like, well, if I have two top twenty tight ends, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, you, you might be good. But the the stuff and, again, the trends and the weird anomalies that I've seen and remembering, every champion that I've seen has had one top five tight end on, the, on their roster. You know, it's
0: – All right. So you're – there's – let's say there's five of them, and you are a team that has none of them. Are you out of the playoff picture? No. Are you out of championship contention? I would say yes, but you're not. I mean, you got a chance to make a run,
1: um, and it's fine. I've just never seen I haven't seen someone win without one.
0: So if you're on the cusp of winning, are you going after and trading for you, that that top tier tight end? It's you know what, it's something that you should keep in the back of your mind. That's what
1: I'm telling you. It's something you should keep in your back of your mind for Acquire one, yes, you should look, maybe trade for one, but like tight ends are expensive and tough, but like, maybe it's something you're like, Hey, I really need a tight end. So maybe you take two tight ends in your draft, right? You take two shots and hopefully one of those pan out, right. You know, or maybe you trade for a guy, you know, like, uh, like Waller a couple of years ago, ha- you know, he had his breakout year. Right. And I know like he got traded because a couple of owners didn't think he could live up to it you know so maybe you get a guy like that or maybe you get a guy on a down year cheaper you can take a risk on cuz sometimes a guy, you know a guy like a Waller came up um sometimes tight ends you know go down um but maybe you take a cheaper tight end it's just one of those things where you should be looking to build up you know a possible top five tight end you know a guy you can sit on and you might have to wait and they take a couple years that's the thing you gotta have patience in some of these leagues where it it takes a couple of years like when we talk about george kittle he's another guy like unknown undrafted i mean he was a free agent pickup that both of us picked up in the offseason for free and the guy sat on didn't know and he turned into a number one tight end and when i know when i did it i already had two top 10 tight ends on my roster but I know that, like, tight end's an important position to have, you know, that solid number one guy. Like, that top five guy is is a guy that you can't replace. Like, you can't replace the consistency. They get wide receiver points. I mean, a guy like Kelsey, you know, Walla this year. I mean, Kittles, you know, a couple of years ago. Gronk at his prime. Like, they put up wide receiver numbers. Like, they hide stuff on your roster that you don't have. Because championship teams all have holes. Like, but that's the balance of a, me telling you that you need one top five running back, not two top 15s, is because you have a top five tight end. You see the balance? Like, because mm-hmm, you have you, because you have the balance and, like, and you have the value. Like, so, yeah, you, could you look for a tight end? Absolutely. But it depends on the shot. I mean, if you're asking me right now, like, how would I go looking at acquiring a tight end? A, a perfect guy to probably go ask for is if you're a championship team and you want to take a shot. Find the Kelsey owner. Did he make did he not make the playoffs? Is he rebuilding? I mean, he's a guy at his age that if he's on a rebuilding team, he sh- he should be traded. And if you're a possible championship contender, go trade for an older guy. Like y- you could probably get it you can get him cheaper now than you could get him in the last couple of years, I think, because of his age. And I've traded for him in the last couple of years because of that championship, you know, rosters. Um, are you ready to move on from that though? <laughs> No, because I'm a championship roster. You know? Fair. So, but I mean, you were- as a championship, when you have a championship roster, that that's a that's a weird mistake that people make too, is like, in a championship roster, I never dump a guy because he's getting older. Would you like to? Yeah, but it's also value and need. Like, okay, if I trade you, like AJ Green is a fair example. Like, people were offering me, like, you know, low value for AJ Green, right? And what's the point of me picking up, you know, say a, a fourth round pick for AJ Green? when I might play him one week and he wins me that one week, like I'm a championship team. Like I don't need to sell guys off to acquire like, you know what I mean? Like I don't need to do that. Whereas like I'll have the guy retire on my, on my roster and most tight ends usually most tight ends usually walk away. You know, they don't usually fade out too, too much Um, you know, maybe injuries and you can see it a little bit, but you're not going to get anything of value as a championship contender if I trade away Kelsey. Like, I'm just going to get draft picks and have to take a tight end. Because like I just talked about, you need a top five tight end to win a title. Like, you need a top tight end to, to balance off that balance. I mean, we're all talking about numbers in general. I mean, I, like I told you, the, the, the one top five tight end balances the fact that you only need one top five running back. I mean, in other league settings, it could be the opposite. I haven't seen it, but you could, you could have three top 12 running backs so you don't need the number five tight end absolutely that absolutely could happen but tight ends play longer they're more consistent
0: you know and that's a huge thing in dynasty like a tight end you could have for 10 years within the past couple of years they've been consistently inconsistent other than that top 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 two tiers because you have kelsey in his own tier and then you know, well, Kelsey you, and Kittles, well yeah, in Kittle,
1: Kittle's injury killed him this year, but yeah, he would be in that tier. But you're right, you're right, because he's the erratic drop off where Zachary's kind of like mm-hmm. dropped off a little bit. Andrews is a guy who's like erratic, but Waller's been a top five event tight end in the last two years. But you're right, that it, you've had that flex zone where it's like, but that's what I'm saying, like those guys at the cusp, like Mark Andrews was on the cusp a little bit. You know, he's on that cusp, but again, he wins you enough games. Like he wins you a couple of games when he, you know, puts up those numbers, when he puts up wide receiver numbers. And that's kind of what you need from a tight end position. You need not even ranking wise top five. You need a guy who can every once in a while get you like 25. Or every once in a while get you 30. You know, every one, once in a while get you that stuff. But on a bad week, he still gets you like eight, 12. Like mm-hmm. he's, not, he's not getting two, four. 18, 2, 4, 18. He, you know, he's getting to 12, 14. Every once in a while, he gets like a 30. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's the kind of well, tight end
0: that you, that you want it, in your roster. That's one of the reasons why I, I doubled down on uh, Jacecki, uh everywhere a couple of years ago because now he's just starting to turn on. Uh, and I think that that consistency is going to, to stay for a little bit. So that's exactly where you should look at. When when you're looking at tight ends,
1: so when you talk about like how am I acquiring a tight end, I and mean, if I'm a championship team, for me to go buy a tight end, like I said, you're only looking at a few guys. Like you know, maybe the Kelsey owner or maybe the Kittle's owner. You know, is frustrated with that team quarterback play injury. You could Kittle's is probably cheaper than he's ever been in his career, and probably the cheapest you'll ever get him. Um, I'm not saying he's cheap because he's still phenomenal, but other than those two guys, yeah, I would look at what you're talking about. I would look at a guy like Gusecki, you know. I would look at a guy, you know, up and coming. Uh, I know a guy Knox. like is Knox, a guy like – yeah, Knox, right, who showed some life down the end of the season, a little bit more, Got you know, got some volume, you know. And you could look at – again, you look at trends and patterns, though. Look at look at teams, right? Look at teams and – actually, more quarterbacks, right? You look at targets. You know, how many targets does this quarterback throw at the tight end? You know, who's the tight end mm-hmm. behind him? Like, who's the older tight end? Who's the younger tight end? I'm like, you know, a guy like Tanya, right? I mean,
0: again. I guy, didn't see that. I don't know who I saw that one coming. Uh, not many I, did. I know,
1: you know, and he did what what I've done in the past. And I just kind of overlooked it because I had a lot of tight ends. But, you know, that's the perfect thing he did. He looked at he looked at a tight end situation on a team with a bunch of, you know, older, you know, you know tight ends. They drafted, you know, Steinberg or whatever his name was a couple of years ago. But it was a it was um it was an ambiguous tight end core, right and so you take a shot in a guy who's kind of free young up and coming like doesn't cost you anything, and you sit him for it that's the dynasty play like George Kittle's the same thing, Tanya like you take a shot, you like a guy it's a tight end they usually take like three years to develop, but you if you see life in year two, year three you'll you know you know you might have something wow. and it's, you know and that so those are the guys that you're looking for. You know, on a cheaper, you know, level, you can look at like someone like that, or someone like, uh, what's the guy's name from uh, Green Bay? Like, maybe it's like Sternberger. Maybe it was Tony. It was Tanya. It was Tanya. Tun- yeah, but then uh, they, they drafted what Sternberger like last year it,
0: it was Sternberger yeah. two years ago. Okay, who looked like he had life, yeah. and then Tanya actually beat him out. But, um, but here, here's the kicker, yeah. Rogers has never really been a big tight end passer. You're talking and- you're talking target and volume.
1: You're right. But touchdown wise, that's the anomaly with him. So again, and this is where like especially from a tight end point of view, like people talk about you know team volume and tight ends. I disagree with that. It's quarterback. Certain quarterbacks always you know throw throw the tight ends. They they just they just really do. I mean look at Phillip Rivers. I mean Indy really never used the tight end. Ibrahim was waist there like they never really used him a lot. You know, Rivers is a guy who puts a lot of volume, so you're right. Rogers doesn't throw volume at him, but Rogers throws more, you know, uh, red zone targets to the tight end. You know, look at uh, mm-hmm. like Tanya. Yeah, a lot of times he'd have like four or five targets, you know, four catches, but like I guarantee you, two or three of those are in the red zone, and he catches, you know, a touchdown once a month for you. So, like, that's something you can look for: is
0: it a touchdown variance. Absolutely, that's exactly what you're looking for. All right, so. One over quarterback, running back. We had a nice dive on tight end. Uh, the underappreciated um, position coming up next is kicker. So, you know, there's a couple of different ways you can go with the kicker. You could punt it. You can go. Or, you can kick it to the curb, or you could punt this
1: conversation away because we're 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 not we're not really having this conversation.
0: Really. Well, I mean, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, the reason why we're going over this is because I are just trying to roster. What am I? Right what, what am I? What
1: am I looking at for the most? One of the. If for, we're going the over third, the third, distance. the third most useless position that we run in our leagues. That I, that the third most useless position, behind DN, behind D tackle and DN, All right? Useless
0: variants. <laughs> I like DN, but that's a different story for a I, different day. I agree. But go right, ahead. I, right. the, the end, I'd actually put DN higher than kicker. Well, uh,
1: well, the problem the problem with that is is, is DN is like tight end. It has this top 10 tier, and then the next tier is so far down the line, it's like ridiculous. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. It's all they're all dots after that. The inconsistency. Absolutely. Kick, kicker right. kicker's two things. I mean, either you're lucky and you have a kicker. I mean, honestly if i look at if I look at leagues and I look at rosters I mean there's only a few kickers who should be owned on your roster I mean you should clear the decks on your roster anyways you shouldn't be carrying any corners any weird you know guys who do d tackles but a kicker like I'm not carrying a kicker unless it's there's probably only like who is the kicker you would not who who would you own right now in the off season that you would really hold on as a kicker right? Probably a couple. Of maybe maybe you keep you know Lutz from the Saints. Like kicks a lot. You know Tucker, obviously. You know and you know maybe the kid from Atlanta. You know
0: I was going to say the the Asian kid from Atlanta, uh who is spiraling out of control. By the way, so I don't know if that that's a guy so that it, I actually want.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, unless you're talking about like, I would tell you the only two kickers that you'd probably. Oh, in the offseason would be Tucker, who's probably the greatest kicker we've seen forever, and then you know maybe maybe Butker, you know because he's on the highest scoring offense in mm-hmm. the
0: league. But like the variance, it was I mean, Koscielski for years. That was the guy that you wanted to keep, and then that eventually petered off. Actually, it's funny because I actually never
1: did, and I had him for years. I only held on to him because I was a Patriots fan. It's the only reason I had him. It was like at the time, I was like, oh, I got one Patriots, so you just you know hold on to him. But like. The drop-off is like, I mean, I can tell you every year. Every year you could go get Mason Crosby sitting out there and he's solid and consistent. Like every year you see you know you kicker switches. So like you don't need the kicker. Unless you unless you're like a fan of that team and you want the kicker. Kickers, you either want two things. You want to you want the highest scoring offense. Actually, I don't even like the highest scoring offense. You want a team who's you want a team who scores a lot, right? You want the Falcons kicker, right? That's the kind of team you want. You want a team who scores a lot of points has problems in the red zone, right? That's what he why well, Your team moved the ball, but they don't score a uh, You know, yeah, you're right. That's it. But you can see that in variance. And this time of year, I mean, you don't even know what some of these offenses look like and, and teams look like. And even, even Lutz, I think, is in jeopardy. Like, you know, Drew Brees maybe mm-hmm. not to come back. Michael Thomas is, might not be there. I'm like, so it, it's kicker. I can't believe we spent this
0: long. All right. uh, I, 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 l- listen, for that the reason one. why we brought it up, <laughs> We just went over one, two, three, four positions. We went over kicker, DN, D tackle, and cornerback. Basically, saying if you have one to keep, you keep them. The rest of them, if you're looking for roster space and projects, you can. Well, let's look, can copy let's, it let's, on let's, them. let's advise on that because DNs are a different animal. You should be
1: keeping you know up and coming DNs and solid t- DNs. Absolutely, I I I rotate tight ends of the way around. That's me, but. If you have, yeah, I mean, DN, no, take that off the equation. Don't drop DNs because they can produce points. D tackles. Yeah. Useless. I mean, unless it depends on the league format you're talking about too. Like there, there's some leagues out there who are high, heavy sack points, like huge bonuses. Like maybe you got a couple of good tackles and, and it's position variants. Like especially, you well, know, back- it, we're going to see that. We're going to see positions change on the site, which always they mess with people and,
0: you know, that's, that that's goes very, back to knowing your league, though, and that's goes back why to you're going your back into reviewing your reviewing your scoring, reviewing, you know, what other owners did um, in years past to, to get to that championship, review what your roster currently is, uh, where it's, you know, do your own projections, see what you've done over the past couple of years. It's where it really all ties together. But... There are still a couple of defensive positions overall, whether you're just running a, a you know, an IDP utility where it's you know, certain positions that you want to keep or if you want to, um, you know. All right, so let's talk linebacker safeties real quick. I'll, I'll tell you this before you
1: even go there, right? The position you can dump automatically in the offseason is, is if you play them, is corner, right? Corners okay. are, you should, no one in the league should have two. No one in the league should have a corner. You might be able to sell me maybe one or two. Like, okay, fine. You like the guy, you're a fan of the team. Fine. You don't need them. You don't need to hold them all season. They're the same. That's just you don't need. Them. So, got Agreed. Linebackers, linebackers consistency, right? Right. That's you need linebackers. I mean, we play in a league where you have to play four linebackers, right? That's a lot of leagues that I have played in. Right. It's a big, heavy position, right? You know, uh, one point seven five for tackle, huge numbers, solid, right? So. Four linebackers. Mm-hmm. How many top linebackers do I need to win a title?
0: What do I need out of, out of the out of the top twenty, top twenty-five? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what,
1: what 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 do I what do I need for to be a, to be a champion? Like, what does my linebacker core have to look like for me to win a title?
0: I would say you need to have at least four to five of them. Top twenty. Top top, 21
1: top 25 to top 30. you're 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 about right three you actually only need about you need three and you don't need three you don't need them to be top ten either you, you need three in that top 20 range you need three solid guys uh if you have four it's great but like all the teams that i've ever seen one and the teams that win have a have, a, have, a, have a, at least and i'd tell you it's at least two look I, if I look at every team who's won, they have two linebackers who were top 10, right? You know, maybe they have a third one who's top 15, but they all had two top 10 linebackers or they had what you said. They had, you know, four top 25 linebackers. Like, you need to be in that core of guys who put up consistent numbers. And that's a position that's overlooked sometimes. I mean, newer guys, yeah, I understand that because it's IDP. It's a little bit tougher. But even when you get an IDP, I tell people I'm like linebacker. Like that's the thing you need. I'm like, you know, they can put up almost wide as here at points. I mean, we have linebackers who, you know, twenty five points a week. You know,
0: oh, linebackers are, as you know, it's one of my favorite positions I mean, in the league. You, you play four. You play four
1: every week. You, you're, you're honestly looking. You could almost get a hundred points from those the four guys.
0: So I, 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 as as you've seen, I've I've taken heavy stock in linebackers over the years. Um, it's how I've had offensive teams that really are not producing to where I want them to be to really try to make up for it. If I had a couple of, if I had a couple more, as you heard many times before, if you've had a couple of guys, a couple more guys that were in that, you know, whether that's running back that top five spot, that quarterback that's in that top 10 spot, that tight end that's in that top five spot. You had a couple of those, which my rosters didn't. That would have been the separation because my linebackers and my safeties were producing some serious points defensively. So if you're in an IDP format, there are certainly ways to really bolster up your roster on the other side. And then you keep working dynasty long-term on trying to acquire that top 10, that top five you're 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 right except for one thing
1: when you say there's always the when, one thing there's always the one thing and this is this is the one this is the things that i see so that one thing is you saying to bolster your your idp to make it stronger to hide your offense right that doesn't that doesn't, doesn't win a title right it, it, it'll win you or maybe it'll win you a couple more games it, it, it'll never win you a title it won't hide that it will it make you better absolutely it'll win you a couple of games absolutely would hide that factor and you just pointed that out like you all of a sudden bolstered a good defense. And that's actually a good thing to do. Like, hey, if you can't if you're on a three year plan, right, and you're in year one, right? And even in year one or year two, right? And you can't get, you know, the offensive positions that you want right now because they're too high a price, right? But you're on a you're on a building plan, right? You got a you got a window, you're slowly getting better and rebuilding. Yeah, maybe this is the year you look at, hey, maybe I can try to acquire some, you know, linebackers, young, up and coming, and build that core. Because again, that's another position that you know scores a lot of points and they last long like linebackers will play 12 years 10 years like and they're pretty solid about it you know especially those middle inside linebackers like they just they'll rack up points consistently yeah they get injured yeah but they're solid like those guys will just keep playing i mean you know and they're one of those things i mean and you you talked about when a guy you know kelsey when he gets older you know should you trade him with i mean i had ray lewis die on my roster i'm fine with that you know Keeley retire i'm like again Championship team. I'm keeping a solid linebacker as long as he's playing. Like I'm not dumping him to get out of value because those guys are hard to find. Guys who show up every game, and and again, it depends what leagues you play in. Because I mean, you could play in you know high scoring, you know, offensive defensive leagues that give out huge bonuses for this and that, and even we do. When I mean, we give up bonuses for sacks and picks and everything else, but I like the consistency, and that's what I found is the guy who's just tackle. You know, the guy who gets twenty and then eight um, queen this year who gets your twenty eight. 30, Mm 4, 6, 7. I'd rather have have the Blake Martinez, who's getting me 18, 16, 25, 18, 16. I want want that guy. Like, I want, you know, that's – you can get a core of those guys. Yeah. So, again, to win a title, you need that core. Like, you want that core of linebackers, whatever it is. But, again, it's one of those things in the offseason you can look at. Like, did you make the playoffs last year? Yeah. Do you have most of the offensive pieces that we're talking about? Yeah. Maybe your linebacker's weak. So maybe you're, that's the thing you're addressing in your draft. Maybe you're looking at, like, the draft. Or maybe you're looking at a guy, you know, who has a couple of linebackers on his roster who wasn't good, so you try to acquire one of those now. Like, now mm-hmm. that's a position that you should address, you know, on a cheaper. You could usually get them cheaper. Um, you know, you, that's stuff you can look at. But, again, it's know your league. You know, it's knowing, like, the guys who won the last couple of years, where did they have? Oh, well, they had these linebackers. Okay, Anyone got some extra linebackers? Or what's this draft look like? You know, hey, there's linebackers in this draft. And know, you know, know your draft. Like, know, you know, look at the history of your draft. Like, when do rookies get drafted, you know, linebacker rookies get drafted in your league? Like, maybe that's something you're like, okay, they, they look like they go in the third or fourth round. Maybe I should try to acquire some third and fourth round picks now. Right, So I get mm-hmm. myself in that position, right? Because you're already thinking that spot, you know, and you again, you can get them cheaper. You can get a fourth round pick cheaper now than you can get it. In a month, right? So maybe that's a thing you do where it's again know your league and know what you're doing. If you're like, I need a linebacker, we these guys have said, I need this, I need that. I'm like, okay, well, what do you what are you going to do about it? Like, you're just going to not do anything, or you're just going to like, you know? And that's what that's what's great about Dynasty. It, it's that one weird patience versus like now, like you can have mm-hmm. you know instant gratification, but there's also another cheaper way if you just play a little long game if you wait a couple of months you could pan out for half the price, you know, but again, that's the thing you can look at with that position, but yeah, you need, you need solid linebackers. You need at least two, you know, top 15, top 10 linebackers on that, on that team, you know, guys who are just going to hang their hats and guys, you know, who can find them and how you get them, you know, that all, that all depends what your team looks like and stuff like that. But that's another core position that, you know, guys who win titles have a solid linebacking court. That's, the other key
0: position. Well, not the last. There's one more key position that we're going to talk about. There is one more there key is. position. There is, and that position is going to be talked about in our next episode. So, here's where we're at. While you, uh, while some of our listeners uh, do a little, do a little quick recap for everybody. We went over, um, you know, we will emphasize and continue to emphasize. That the best way to win a championship, inside league. and out, know is to league. know
1: your league. Know, no, know, know your league, and, and if you're going to tease something on surprise without telling me, right, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. Right?
0: We, well, but, you, you, you skipped, uh, you skipped wide receivers I, on this episode, I, I, and I, now we're about fifty minutes in, so I, i going to have to go to the next one. I skipped it
1: because it's it's deep but i'm gonna make it quick for you so we're not gonna tease it we're not gonna no no
0: no no, uh-huh. no 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 not 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 gonna
1: not gonna not gonna not gonna tease it i'm gonna i'm gonna tease it like this i got, i'll tease it like this for you all right you think about how many top wide receivers right top 20 top 10 that you actually need to win a title right right whatever format you play we play four right required to play four right so just think about that all right, we're going to tease that number, right? All right, that's what we're going to do. Right, just think about how many solid wide receivers do you need. Do I need one top five? Do I need two top tens? Do I need two top this? How many do you need? All right, all right. We'll 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 go into that next episode if you want. It's not a huge it's not a huge thing. We, <laughs> we, we can we can leave it there. it makes me you know leave the wide receiver position. Wide receivers just deep. It's just deeper. That's all it is. It's just deeper. It's, I actually well, find I
0: mean, it's, we, we, we theoretically have eight more minutes. If you can do wide receivers in eight minutes,
1: I can. Let's I could, go. I can do. Answer my question: How many wide receivers do you need to win a title? There are top, top twenty, top 30? Right, to play four, huh? top, top is it top just 20. top twenty or top, is it top twenty? No, no, top twenty. Okay, all right. To win a title, like playing required to play four. Right? How many Good. do you need? Um. You're, you're, yeah, you, you're half right. You're half right. You're half right. You, you, you need one. You need one top ten guy. You need a top ten guy. Oh, you just said top twenty. I did say top twenty. I said how many did you that's need? I said two. And I said, I said, and I said you're half right. You need one in the top five. You need one in the top ten, and you need one of the top twenty. Right? You just need one of each. Right? So that's why you're half right. Right? But you need that separation. Like you need that. You need that one wide again. It's similar to where the running back is, but the running back, you can have the number one running back and the number 30 running back. Can't do that with a wide receiver. Can't do it. You need you need at least three. you know, same kind of thing. Look at a linebacker. You need three of them. You need three of them. Ha- have to have it. You know, and that, that's the core. Every champion i team has had that same core, you know. That's it. That's all it is. You have you have three top twenty five, call top thirty, right? You have three top thirty wide receivers by playing four right? You have one top 10 running back, right? You have one top 10 quarterback and you have one top five tight end, right? right, And three top 25 linebackers. If I have that looking at my roster today, I'm thinking, all right, how do I fill in the back end to win a title? If I don't have those, then I'm looking, all right, how do I acquire these other positions, you know, to get to where I'm in that spot? Well, it gives you a good gauge, right? That's that's why how simple the wide receiver position is. Because we play four, but the way the new FL. Are you oversimplifying
0: the wide receiver position?
1: No, there's just so many of them. There's a lot of variance in them. I mean, there's this there's, there's a lot more wide receivers out there that you don't need. You don't need you need you need one guy, right? So you need one top seven to ten guy, right? You need one of those guys. You know, Devontae Adams, Teddy Kill. You need you need one, right? But then it's not it's not the it's not the running back drop off where i need you know a top 5 one and then a top 21 like you need another one if you have a top 10 one you need like another top 15 one i'm telling you that every playoff team that i've seen if you look at consistent playoff teams like in your league i guarantee you you know if you're playing you know four wide receivers they have three of the top 20 you know if you're playing three they have two at least of the top 20 like those teams that always make the playoffs that are always good they have three of the top 25 wide receivers that's a given those guys show up every week in a dynasty look at guys you want they play for like 15 years they play forever wide receivers just seem to you know play longer and longer so i mean it's not like it's it that's it's funny it's a it's a bigger position but it's easier to look at because there's a lot more of them because a lot more wide receivers meet on average every team has two playable starting wide receivers that you can play in fantasy football right almost every team has two that you could play I mean, so okay. yeah, I mean look at it's sick, what's that sixty something, you know, wide receivers on variants. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it gives you a good combination. And sometimes those go up, you know, a guy who's a top, you know, ten this year, you know, might have got like Michael Thomas, like obviously injuries and everything else, but like, you know, some guys drop off and fall in and out of that position. But, you know, that's the thing you need. Even a guy who won this year, he had Tyreek Hill, right? Guys who wanted Tyreek mm-hmm. kill right. They they had Mock Andrews like they had these you know they they had like a David Montgomery right. They you know they they had like an Aaron Rodgers right. They had all these positions because of where that they hit. were right. I mean that and that's why wide receiver I skipped it because it's actually easier. You know okay. it depends on what you're doing. Like you could build back end you know rebuild, but that's something to think about. No matter if you're a championship team, or you're rebuilding. Like okay, I need my wide receiver core. Like, and people laugh. Like for years, i, I you know I, I carry you know six top thirty wide receivers. Like I'm sitting, you know, three or four top wide receivers on my bench. You got to trade them. You got to trade them. I'm like, you do. Guys get injured. I'm like, these guys are are, are valuable unless you're going to pay me to get them off my roster and to fill a hole. But wide receivers are, are one of those things in Dynasty that's overlooked that you should, you know, try to try to get as cheap as many as possible uh because they win they, they especially the new nfl they throw so much I mean, so but that's, much that's well that's and that's the difference that's the stuff that's changed the last like you know 10 years that i've noticed is that it used to be all running backs to win titles it's it's not that's why i'm telling you you only need you need you definitely need running backs i'm not i'm not denying that but you if you get like a one top five running back you don't need to get two other top 12 ones and overpay for them you, you need those wide receivers more than anything else. I mean, and that's the thing that, you know, that I've seen that I've done. And I actually, you know, did it a couple of years ago as me actually testing out a theory about that, where I basically didn't have any running backs except for one. and But I had four top 12 wide receivers. And I went to title. everyone laughed. I'm like, I literally had like,
0: you know, nobody's playing a number two, number three receiver. But this is where the blueprint hit. All right. So at quarterback, you had a top 10. At running back, you had a top five. At wide receiver, but one top five. Yep. At wide receiver, you had how many? Well, wide wide receiver, it depends where they are. Wide receiver, look look at this. So
1: if you play four, right, you want want at least three in the top 20.
0: Excellent. So tight end, top five. Top five. One top five, yeah, and then your defense, your core. You have linebackers are
1: the one consistent thing that I've only seen. The rest positions are, are kind of like a you know defensive end, the safeties, like they kind of change like too much variance on that. But linebackers,
0: you you need you need three top thirty. Okay, and what is your, what is the intangible for you? Out of anything else, not not the players, it's the knowledge. So it's knowing your league is the final piece of that that absolute puzzle and knowing where you can make that kill shot. Yeah,
1: right? you, you just know, yeah. If you mean if you know your league, it's it's easy. And people people laugh at me and you know, and and I see things that other people don't. I, I think it makes it easier And like dynasty, especially if you know your league, because it's easy to know who the owner is, you know, how it is to trade with an owner. If you have a chance, I mean, if you, we talked about like Kelsey, of the guys that are older, like you might have a guy who owns Kelsey and he might be the worst in the league, but he's a, he, he's a, he's a Chiefs, he's a chiefs fan. So you're not going to get him. So don't waste your effort on him. You know, that makes you go to plan B and like rethink it. You know, it makes it easier to go through if you know your league and to see stuff and like, and like stuff like that, we just talked about that stuff. You can go back and look at, you look at last year's champion, right. And then pull up what he had. Right. And then look at the year before, you can see the consistency of like guys five, six years ago, you know, seven years ago. It's the same formula of that base that you don't need. It just gives you another variance of stuff to look at. And then maybe you change your mind where, hey, running back hasn't, my three running backs haven't won me titles. Maybe I should try to get rid of two of them and maybe pick up a tight end and a wide receiver. Try something different. Like, you know, that's, you know, we've seen that. And that's that's worked for a couple of owners Where like, hey, this doesn't work. Don't
0: be me. afraid to change. Is that's really right. what you're, what you're, what you're, what you're getting home.
1: So, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you, you can't win without risk either. You, you got to take a chance. It's dynasty. What do you got to take some chances? Let's go.
0: You got to take risks. You got to know you'll so right? I think, I think that was a a a great way to uh, bring it all back together. So that was episode three. Uh we thank everybody who's been listening, just starting off. Um, you know, you'll be seeing Dynasty Logic's Twitter and a bunch of other shit, but we're just getting started. So uh be on the lookout as we keep growing and and keep talking about what we love, which is dynasty football. And, Tom and we're keeps looking forward
1: later on about his weird anomalies and stuff that he sees that no one else sees that people are like that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, Yeah, maybe it doesn't make sense, and maybe it doesn't work in your league. We're just gonna and, throw and, it out and, there anyways.
0: It. it may or may not, but you know what? You've you've won the championships and um and it's worked for you. So I think it's a great way to to spread the knowledge around and get other people to win their championships too. Pay attention, know your league. Absolutely. Ask, ask questions, right? All right, until next episode and then we'll ask
1: more questions. Absolutely. Right. Always a pleasure, Powell.